0: strictly sports i'm jacob brown joined here with mark Papaleo. it's nfl season baby we got football it's on the way but first i would like to acknowledge acknowledge something uh listen we do another podcast me and mark we do it together it's called strictly yankees uh we haven't done one in a while um listen the yankees have been good we always said we didn't do them before because you know if the yankees didn't do so well we weren't in the mood and well i mean mainly it's been me dodging the fact that I've been completely wrong about the Yankees for about two months. They have completely uh, gone against what I was saying for the first three months. They've been playing very well. They're on an 11 game winning streak right now, Uh, but this isn't a baseball pod. but I did want to acknowledge that. Yes, I'm not like Colin Cowherd. I will acknowledge when I'm wrong. Uh, The Yankees, uh, they're not back because they still have to win in the playoffs. I'm not budging on that. You got to win and back it up in the playoffs. That's always been the problem. A regular season, they do look like a different team. So, Mark, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, they look, they are astounding. I, I got, I recently got engaged. I don't know if you knew. Congratulations, but Mark. Thank you. Since then, uh, I was, and then Anthony, now Anthony Rizzo was traded to the Yankees like two minutes later. And since then, they are nineteen and four. Hey, so hey, hey I might have given that spark they needed. I might have given it to them. I don't know.
0: No, it's definitely they, you, Mark. It's definitely they saw you.
1: they saw the ring and they're like, ah, oh, that's one of those, you know.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're ring chasers, man. We got to get
1: it. <laughs> but yeah, they've uh, they've been playing great baseball as of late, um, on obviously an 11 game win streak. But um, I'm excited. With, they got to keep it going. If the playoffs started today, we'd have Boston in the wild card game in the Bronx. So it's kind of, it, we kind of would love to get away from that, but you know, yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta win in October. So. We'll see what happens there.
0: Yeah. And they got those final three games of the season against the Rays. So if they're within three games, you could force a tiebreaker scenario, whatever, get at least to there. That's their goal. Um, So, yeah, let's talk about the NFL though. We've had two weeks of games in the preseason. Uh, I haven't watched at all. I mean, I never really do. I'm not that type of football, like preseason. I'm just checked out. There's no starters most of the time. Now what I do watch, uh, I do watch the QB highlights. I go back, I watch all the rookies. I like to see how they do. Um, So I've been watching all five of those uh, rookie quarterbacks. Plus Jordan Love, I kind of consider him a rookie still too because he didn't play last year. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at his game tape. And uh, those guys, listen, um, I don't like to overreact in preseason. Nobody does. Um, But you got to say they have looked good for what what they've been given in the preseason. And I look at a guy like Mac Jones, a guy who when he was picked – I said, oh, well, you know, that's a New England pick because he's part of that system. But I would have hated if he went number three to San Francisco, he didn't fit to me. So when I saw Mac Jones in those clips, basically doing the Tom Brady, step back twice, four-yard pass over and over and over again, it's like, wait a second here. Can Mac Jones really be that type of replacement as a system quarterback? Because in New England, that's what they do. That's what they've been built on for two decades. That's what Bill Belichick does. So while Mac Jones might not be great himself in terms of, oh, my God, we've never seen somebody like this before, he knows what to do. He's good at checkdowns. He's a system quarterback. He's got a high IQ. He knows what he's doing. And now he's been coached by arguably two of the best ever. So you've got a guy in Mac who he goes from here to me to a little bit higher. And, okay, maybe there's something here. And then I look at a Trey Lance. Looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes in some of these plays. I'm not saying he is Patrick Mahomes but he can run and he can throw far and he can throw fast. And that's what I like to see. And he's a big guy. Um, And then, you know, Justin Fields uh, he's been up and down for me in preseason. He was the guy that I liked the most in terms of where he went, not in terms of he's the best quarterback, but best quarterback placement for me was Justin Fields and then Trevor uh, you know, everybody likes Trevor and then Zach Wilson. I'm on the fence with him. Uh, You know, I'm going to wait till the regular season. Um, but I do like what he brings to the table. So, in terms of what you've seen from these rookie quarterbacks, what have you liked so far?
1: Well, they, they've all looked—they've all looked really good. And you know, for the first couple of games, of the NFL getting ready, getting used to that NFL game speed. You know, we saw Justin Fields comment on it in his first game. He was like, "Oh, it was a little like slower than I anticipated." And then the next game, he got a he got a helmet. The helmet hit and his helmet, knocked off. So, yeah, welcome you know, to the it's, NFL. It's de- yeah, it's definitely a. Uh, getting comfortable period for them and you know it's preseason they're not offenses aren't offensive coordinators aren't you know putting in their real game plans for preseason they're gonna make these guys look good they're gonna make the pat make easy passes you know make easy reads that's what they're that's what the preseason's designed for to see if you can figure that stuff kind of out so I feel with all these rookie quarterbacks I mean that's kind of what we're seeing is the you know the dink and dunks, you know the easy wide open guys you know we've seen trevor lawrence recently not be like he had a he had a problem against the saints he couldn't throw his receivers open and his receivers aren't getting open so you gotta you know it's about those tight windows and we saw players like tua took with the dolphins have to get used to that not throwing to wide open players like you're used to at alabama when you have jalen waddle devonta smith you know so, so on and so forth but um you said you touched on justin fields how you feel like he was the best he's in the best for what you're where, where he is and I agree with you but I think I'd have to go with Trey Lance it has to be in the best situation situation only because he's going to a Super Bowl roster you yeah. know he's going to a Super Bowl head coach you know th- that team is already built around him you know he's a great he has one the best tight end in football and Kittle you know he has great re- uh, speed receivers a good running game a solid offensive line and his defense is stellar. You know, any team you have Nick Bosa on, it's going to be a great. Deal. And they just signed a, uh they just signed their linebacker to a, a huge deal. Yes, Niners, so. yeah.
0: Name is escaping me, but they did Fred, lock him up.
1: Fred something, yeah. Fred Warner. Yes. They locked him up, and um, you know, I love Justin Fields in Chicago, but I feel like he has some some things to overcome there. You know, is Matt can Matt Nagy coach this kind of a quarterback, and is he able? To even well, Matt Nagy even put him on the field week one. You know, we see he's yeah. he's starting this week and week three of the preseason, but that could just be week of three of preseason, so we don't know. But um, yeah, Justin Fields he hasn't he hasn't have that many weapons. He has Allen Robinson and he has an all right run game when Dave Montgomery when they're able to run that football, but it, it all depends on the coaching and if they give that kid a shot because Justin Fields he looks ready to go. I mean, why not? You know, he looks better than Andy Dalton. You know, he's better than Andy Dalton. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of a it's kind of a to a situation there where they're going to try to sit him behind their vet for a little bit. And, you know, it, when, when he looks like he needs to start, you, you give him the reins, which I, I think will be soon because the Bears are probably start off slow.
0: Yeah. And the good thing for them is that uh, who's second place in that division? Nobody's locking up a second place yeah. spot. Detroit's out of it. We know that but Minnesota they're going to be neck and neck with Chicago for that second place. So it's, it's about what mindset do they believe it's similar to San Francisco right now? It's okay. If we're really going for it, do we want to go for it with Andy to be safe so that we know we have a guy who knows what he's doing. And then week five, week six, when Justin knows the playbook, then we put him in there. That's what a lot of these teams seem to do. They like that five, six week period of time, or do they just say, fuck it. If we're going to make it, let's go balls deep with our quarterback, right? I mean, let's just do that. So I feel like that's something that could happen. And then you look at San Francisco and I say, well, the situation is different with them because you have a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo, A, is getting paid a lot of money, B, who's made it to the Super Bowl, but he's also not good anymore. So you have a situation with him where it's like, well, we kind of need to hold on to him to see if he has anything left in the tank because you want to up that trade value, Right. But and so when I look at this 49er schedule for as much as I like Trey Lance, San Francisco needs to play the long game here and say, we need to get the most out of Jimmy and for a trade value. So you look at San Francisco's schedule, they get Detroit, Philadelphia, Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona, Indy, Chicago first seven weeks, and then they get the Rams in eight. I would give Jimmy those first, definitely the first six weeks, probably the first eight because I would want to see, okay, if he beats the Rams, then we should probably keep him. So I would keep him through eight weeks. If he's shot, if he doesn't look like the guy, if they're four and four, then Trey can come in. Yeah. But if you go in those first eight, and let's say between Seattle. Six,
1: if you win six games, you you got to keep Jimmy G. Right. And I think those are eight. the
0: eight to try him out in because he gets to yeah. face Seattle and LA.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, the always the plan for Trey Lance was to, you know, be it was the long game with him, because you have again you have a starter in Jimmy G who is coming off of a bad season, but he just took you a to Super Bowl year prior, um, and you're paying him a lot of money, so you got you 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 have to really, you know, check him at the door. So you're gonna he's eight games, and you're gonna see what he's got. And I I know Jimmy G's a good quarterback. He's competent, and he it, it's really gonna come down to his confidence because you know you're there's a quarterback drafted that's basically a replacement in the first round and you have to go through camp with all those questions after you already you just escaped Tom Brady you know yeah. so I mean so he it's really his confidence if he keeps his head up and he goes out there and he wins that job for the next first eight week that's his but I think the Niners looked at it as in you know the, the way to win Super Bowls and to get there repetitively is to not be paying a quarterback all this money so yeah. you can build around him. So you could build the offensive yeah. line, a of pass rush, give him weapons. So I think they see their window with Jimmy G as in this year, and then they're able to get rid of him after this offseason and not lose much money. So I think it always was that because they are going to have to pay people – like they're paying Kittle. They, paid, they just paid Fred Warner. They're going to have to pay Mike McGlinchey in that offensive line. Like – and they're going to have to get a, a, a good number one receiver in there because they don't really have that. They have good young talent. They don't have that number one guy. And yep. I feel like with Trey Lance, he gives you that flexibility wise to go make those moves and to you know, really dominate here for the next you know 10 years without having to pay top dollar to an immobile quarterback, which is where the game is going.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, Jimmy G is in a very Alex Smith uh, scenario, like where he was in Kansas City when Mahomes was just sitting there for a year. It's the same thing here and and with the Chiefs that year it's like everybody knew Mahomes was coming. Yeah. But Alex Smith won that job. He led them to the playoffs. They lost, but they still went to the playoffs and I think San Francisco that's their goal this year is to make it and their division is the toughest as well and that's another thing. Yeah. Do you really want to throw Trey Lance into that fire? No. So that's why it, it is smart to just keep Jimmy for now. Even though you know he's probably past his time there, obviously. Yeah,
1: you, you don't want to yeah. do what my Dolphins did in his first start, you know, be against Aaron Donald. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, not the smartest thing for Miami, but. Uh,
1: hey, Dub. Dub, it's all matters.
0: Yes, sir. Beat, yes, sir. Beat the Rams. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the but, best um, games of the year too. I I remember that.
1: That was a good one. Um. Yeah. Where do you? Where would you like to see? or oh, where do you, not? Where would you like to see? Where do you think? Jimmy Garoppolo would be traded to because I think there's a short list and on mine it's it's Washington football team and Indianapolis
0: I have uh Pittsburgh is another one not Pittsburgh not for now but in the off season next year
1: yeah yeah that's what I mean that's what I mean he's not getting traded now but I would say maybe Indianapolis is a big thing because they they're another team who has that you know they have everything else but the quarterback solidified right and it's Carson Wentz and you know if Carson Wentz has this foot injury where they're say, they said he could be out five to whatever to the rest of the season but he I mean what I've seen he looks fine he's there in training camp he's still throwing the ball after the surgery so he might be ready by week three I think I don't think one or two but I think week three but if you just Carson Wentz isn't the answer there you can go get Jimmy Garoppolo and cut Carson Wentz see you later I mean it's yeah. crazy contracts yeah. but see ya like cut him yeah. That's the know, thing that cripples like-
0: Indianapolis is the contract situation. Cause they have to pay Wentz now. Yeah. They're in on that financially. Uh, so that makes it a lot harder to trade him. I mean, he's not tradable if he doesn't do well this year. So they're stuck. No. It really is a gamble for Indy. So uh, you're they right. They would have to
1: cut him, and they would probably get a lot of, a lot of hit against the cap. So.
0: Yeah. Not good. Not good. Especially, if, but listen, they're there. That organization is smart. Uh, Chris Ballard, Frank, Reich, those guys, uh, not Frank Reich, but uh, head coach.
1: Frank Reich.
0: Oh, it is Frank Reich. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Reuniting. Yeah. No, yeah. 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 So that, they do a great job together running that franchise. And uh, listen, I, I still think they're division favorites. A lot of people want to go with the Tennessee because of Julio Jones. He's one guy. I mean, they lost it. it. it on I'll defense. tell you what.
1: It's not because of Julio Jones. Their defense is terrible. But what that offense can do is be able to score points with them because – you know, Tannehill, had, Tannehill, everyone wants to get on him. Tannehill is a great, you know, thrower of the football. He could he could sling that thing. He's not going to, you know, step up in the pocket and sling it because that was always his issue was stepping up and making the big throws. But when you have a team, an offense like that in A.J. Brown, Julio, Derrick Henrys is going to run the ball on first and second down and depending on the third, he might run on third. So, I mean, until someone figured out a way to stop that offense, I think – division again. I mean, but you can go with the Colts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the only reason I say Colts is number one, they had the same record last year. Um, yeah. So I feel like, you know, if Carson Wentz really is an upgrade over Phillip River, which if he's healthy, I think he has to be better than Phillip Rivers. So. Does that make up for a game? But then you look at Tennessee, does Julio Jones give you another win? So they're, they're pretty much the same. And I think they went one and one against each other. So they do know how to, they're, but they're basically both a team and each, a thorn in each other's side. And with the way the division is, it's definitely going to be them two at the top. Um, So if they go one and one against each other, it really, it might not even be about which is the better team. It's how do they do against everyone else? You know, like, let's say, Oh, you know, Tennessee's lazy one day and they drop a game to Houston. And it's like, you know, I think it's going to come down to stuff like that in terms of, who plays better in their overall schedule. Cause I feel like they're going to split like they did last year against each other. That's the great thing about uh, these two teams.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, again, I think they're so, they're so evenly for each other, but I think that's only because I think the Colts defense evens that out because their defense, you know, their, right. their linebacker core is insane. And their de- and their fronts, there's front, their whole front seven is very good. And then you have, you know, you have the Tennessee's high-powered offense, but they don't have the defense. The Colts do have the offense. They have the offensive firepower when they are healthy. That's it. Yeah, their O-line's top five. And, and now Quentin Nelson has the same foot injury as Carson Wentz, and he's out indefinitely. So we don't really know if that Colts offense can keep up because they're more of a run first. But, again, like, it's hard to pick one of them. But, again, I chose – me and my buddy made a $50 bet that he had. He said the Jags won't win more games than the Colts. This is pre Carson Wentz like injury. And I said, give me that all day." So the Colts just want, went to the playoffs with Philip Rivers. Give me a break.
0: Yeah. Stop
1: that. Yeah. But now, you know, if God forbid injuries, I might be out 50 bucks.
0: Yeah. Still though, the Colts are winning more games I, than yeah. the Jags. I mean, I like the Jags. I like what they're doing. Great drafts last year, but give me a break, man. The, the Colts you are still going to be better. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you want to do a quick run down that division since we're already two games deep, two teams deep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that for all the division. We'll do like quick little talks about each team. So yeah, we'll, we'll go start with this one. All right, we'll, we'll just get Houston we'll out. Now... Division out. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Houston out of the way.
1: Uh, uh what three, three and eight? Or start the season.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's gonna if be. They win three town. games. I think they might win three games all year. I mean, if Deshaun's not there, it's it's over. They might win one game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They're, if it's Teron Taylor. Well, game. I mean, if Deshaun's not there, they don't win any games. I don't think they win a game because their yeah. defense isn't competent. Their offense isn't competent. You know, Deshaun's really the only thing is is in that shit. So if he's not, I think they go in 17 this year. And I don't know what they're doing. Well, they might just trade Deshaun if they have number one pick.
0: Yeah, I mean they might, but how tradable? I mean we don't have to get into that with everything that's yeah. going on with him, but he might not be tradable altogether because of what's well, going on with him. But
1: I think with with these recent uh, reports, the FBI is saying that like he's being tampered, like there's someone's fucking with him.
0: Hey, I'm not ruling it out. I mean, yeah. listen, until there's a verdict, I'm yeah. not saying anything. Innocent yeah. until proven guilty. Yeah, exactly.
1: But um, yeah, and we could do. That. I mean, the Jags. The Jags have, you know, the best quarterback in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they got good offensive weapons. They just lost Travis Etienne for the year, which is terrible. Yeah. Terrible for that. Yeah. But luckily, they have James Robinson, who happened to be one of the best running backs last year, at least fantasy-wise. Um, and yeah, they're, they're a competent team. They're still the third team in that division right now. You know, give them a couple years. We'll see if Urban Meyer can coach at the, at this level. Uh we, we haven't seen him be able to coach this level so far in the preseason because they've looked terrible. But you know, there, there's some growing pains.
0: Yeah. And I, I like I said earlier, I like the last two drafts for them, especially on defense. Uh they've built that really well. Um, this draft obviously Urban was involved and he knows the college game really well. You'd have to safely assume that hey, he's a good recruiter at Ohio State. He knows what he's fucking doing. He, he won at Florida, he won at Ohio State you know, I'm not saying that means he's going to win in the NFL. I'm just saying he knows personnel. He knows how to recruit. He knows who to draft as well. So I'm thinking that ideology will help him in the NFL. Um, but like you said, at big bummer um, running game, still will be pretty good. If he repeats himself at running back Marvin Jones at a receiver, uh, which I like, but they also lost a receiver as well. So um, I, I like the Marvin Jones pick because he can be relied on for Trevor He's a guy you look at where it's like, okay, I know if I throw the ball to Marvin Jones, he's my guy. He's going to catch the ball. At least he has that guy now. So for a rookie quarterback, that really helps Marvin Jones, you know, he's going to produce, um, but I'm with you. They're third place, um, but I like where they're headed developmentally. So which division do you want to do next?
1: Uh, We did AFC South, so we could do AFC West, AFC East, whichever you want.
0: Yeah, let's do the West. So I'll go with, the Broncos, I believe they finished last last year out of those four. Um, I don't know what they're doing, really. I mean, they were in the Aaron Rodgers thing. That never happened. They in the draft. Oh, are they gonna trade up? Are they gonna do that? They didn't get anybody. They didn't get they, they got Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, Drew Locke was supposed to be their guy two years ago. I guess two years. they're done with him, six foot three. Big arm. they're just like, nope, he's not gonna work. We're gonna bring in Teddy. And what is Teddy going to do? He's going to keep you stagnant. Uh, He's not now I've had mixed opinions on Teddy um, because you look at his record as a quarterback and you're like, well, the guy wins, but it's, you know, he was surrounded by good rosters. It's very, it's skewed. Um, So he's good, but he's not going to help the Bronco. They're not going to be an eight, nine, 10 win team. Uh, Their defense is listen. Everyone's like, Oh, shut down linebacking duo Von Miller and Chubb. Have they ever played together at the same time? I mean, seriously, we've never seen them really be a good duo at the same time. So we need to see it actually take place. Um, they're secondary. It's not the shutdown corners that they used to have. They don't have any of them. They're trying to rebuild it. They're just in a state of who are we, what are we doing, and I don't know what they're doing in Denver.
1: Yeah, I just saw today the names, Teddy Bridgewater that started for week one. I mean, yeah. you saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I listen, Teddy Bridgewater, again, if you look at his record, he wins ball games, and there's something to that because not everyone wins ball games with good talent and Teddy Bridgewater, he is a good quarterback for a team that's looking for it, but he's not it. He's a bridge quarterback. He's right. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's a better version of Ryan Fitzpatrick, but, and you know, he's less wild card. He's going, to he makes the check- throws. He makes the throws. He's, he makes good reads. You know, he can hand the ball off well to Christian McCaffrey, as we saw. Um, but, again, like, he's not a bad quarterback. But for the options, like, for what their options were in Denver, you know, it's pretty nuts that they didn't – you know, I guess Aaron Rodgers was really a pipe dream. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't going anywhere other than Green Bay this offseason. I said said that when it was happening. Um, but, they again, they could have – they could have got tr- – they could have traded up for Trey Lance and you know, he could have been the guy you could have started him week one out there. But, um, you know, they have Drew Locke, he's sitting there collecting dust now, but they're not even gonna give him a chance. But he looked he looked good in the preseason, they both looked pretty good, so we'll see. They're, they have a good front seven, too, there and great offense. The Jerry Judy and Patrick Sutton, right? And not Cor- Cortland, Sutton, uh, not Cortland Sutton. Sutton, Cortland Sutton, yeah, they have a good yeah. receiving core, and they're gonna waste it on Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. But, you know, we'll, we'll, see. We see, we, again, Teddy Bridgewater is not a terrible quarterback He'll win you ball games, but when you're playing in division with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert and Derek Carr, even, you know, you can't have the fourth best quarterback in the division and be good. So yeah, I, what they're doing in there in Denver.
0: Yeah. And, and listen, I don't mean to flip flop on them either. I mean, last season, I remember saying on the podcast, uh, they were the most improved offseason team to me uh, with what they did in the draft and free agency last year. And I'll, I'll make the point, they didn't get to see some of those things pan out last year because of injuries, because of COVID and all that. So they didn't, you know, they had a great offseason, but half of it didn't even get to prove itself. So, yes, I, the reason why I don't think they're going to go far, like you just said, fourth best quarterback in the division. It doesn't take away, though. Last year, they still had a really good offseason. They got uh, Glasgow, the offensive lineman from uh, Detroit. So they they were making moves last year. They just didn't get to play with all the toys. So now they do, and we'll see what happens. So who knows? I mean, they're they're a team that they're not going to be bottom of the barrel. So they're going to be 500 or, you know, whatever. What would it be, 7 and 10 this year? So that's where I think they're going to sit. I agree. Yeah. And so uh, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, See, they're a team that I feel like Broncos could totally overtake them. It's not like the Raiders are leaps and bounds above of them. Uh, they do have a good offense. They have good offensive weapons. Um, obviously, Khalil Mack. Um, but they're not going to make the play. They're going to be the same same dance every year. They they're going to go Mack. on a little run. Then they're going to lose a lot. And then they they're going to miss the playoffs by a game. And that's what they
1: do every year. They don't have Khalil Mack.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> hey, no, I don't blame you. No, you know what it was? They were, they, it, they were talking about the trade yesterday. That's what it was. I was
0: thinking of that in my how, head, that they were talking how, about it again.
1: was stupid – do you have to be to call a team you traded your be- the best linebacker in the league to, and now you want to trade them when they get Justin Fields to be their quarterback?
0: Right, well, it doesn't make any yeah.
1: sense. But um, you can go have your point if you had more.
0: No, no, no the, literally it, right? the reason yeah. I said I was about to say uh yeah they literally just called to get Khalil back and then I said he was yeah. still on the team. I'm not that dumb, people. Okay, but uh yeah no that's basically the, th- the thing with the rare same song and da- it's you go in. It's the same thing. You you win some good games, and you're like, oh, look at Derek Carr. Derek Carr, low key, he's a top twelve quarterback. Look what they could do, and then they never make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Um. the The problem with the Raiders is they traded for Khalil Mack. They traded Khalil Mack, and then the picks they got, they tried to be smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, oh, let's look at these guys. Like, you don't draft Cleveland Farrell. Like, you just don't, yeah. and he's yeah. not good. And we've they they they've proven that they were incompetent in that whole draft process because they didn't hit on those picks. Like the best player they got in that draft, I think had to have been Hunter Renfro.
0: Yeah. He's and the only guy like, that's wow. really
1: started for them. He's- you want to get yeah, so Hunter Renfro was their best pick in that draft, really, and they haven't progressed since then. And you know, it's this—it's the same offense, you know, that Jack Del Rio left, in my opinion. You know, it's it's Hunter, it's Henry Ruggs, Derek Carr, a good, a good, a, not a, not a good, a terrible offensive line. They actually got rid of their whole starting offensive line from last year, so they're kind of. You know in that twilight zone of the broncos and i think the broncos can overtake them easily like you said you know they're just a quarterback away and the raiders are way more than a quarterback away
0: yeah i love that you brought up the draft too because it's whenever teams try to be like oh we're going to be the team that goes off the board it never works out just stop trying to be all smart and cute pick the player that's on the list that's all you got to do yep listen to your scouts and all these teams. And that's when Gruden came in too. And he wanted to make his stamp. Like, oh, I'm John Gruden. I'm still smart after 10 years. Uh, not so fast, you know, and that. Um, what I will say about the Raiders, I do like their running game with Jacobs and Kenyon Drake, who was just added this off season. Uh, so that's two starting running backs on one team that will help them out a lot. Um, but now let's move on to the LA Chargers. This team, I'm telling you, they I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but they're going to be right there with the Kansas city chiefs. I absolutely, they, they're one of the favorite off seasons I've ever seen. They're one of the best built teams that hasn't gotten enough credit over the last few years, because they've been brought down by their quarterback play. Philip rivers held back this roster for the final two or three years that he was there last year. It was a transition year. Anthony Lynn held them back. And now Justin Herbert year two, they have loaded him up with a perfect offensive line through free agency and through the draft. I think three fifths of their offensive line is new and improved. One of them from the Steelers, one in the draft, I think one or two in the draft. And then one was the center for Aaron Rodgers and then a guard for Pittsburgh. So if you're the center for Aaron Rodgers and a guard on Pittsburgh, which Pittsburgh every year is a top five O line, no matter who they have. So those are guys you're bringing in with experience. And then Obviously, this not obviously, but one of the, the either the second or the third best offensive lineman on the other side. I think it was Rashawn Slater, is who the Chargers got. So they loaded up there. So if you're protecting Herbert, who already last year had a historic season for a rookie, you've got your running backs, you've got your receiver. This this team's loaded up. And then you look at defense, and finally, Derwin James knock on wood's gonna play this season. They haven't even really got to see him yet then you're going to have Bosa back. This team, man, if they fully figure out who they are, I think their defense could be better than Kansas city's and their offense can keep up with Kansas. City. I mean, it can keep up. I don't think it'll be better, but it can keep up head to head. This is going to be fun. Them and the chiefs.
1: Listen, I agree with you a hundred percent. Justin Herbert has been, you know, the best quarterback out of that draft class. And, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't see that happening because you know Oregon, it's you know it's it's kind of you know built to make you look good. I mean we saw we saw that with Marcus Mariota, um, but Justin Herbert came in the league and he took it by storm. He was throwing touchdowns left and right last year, and you know he's he's really built for to last. So I think they'll be easily they'll easily go head to head with Kansas City. I mean Kansas City will probably most likely have the better coaching and you know obviously the better quarterback in Mahomes. And, the, you know, they have better skill players, too. But, you know, they can keep up with them. But that defense is going to carry them a lot this year because that defense is stifling. And they have Asante Samuel, too, who's also from FSU. Mm-hmm. So we know they build good cornerbacks there from, from up there in Tallahassee, as much as I hate to say it. But, you know, him and Derwin are going to be good back there. Um, Joey Bosa, as you mentioned, they're, they're poised to make a huge leap this year.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. They're going to be one of those teams that, when I'm watching Red Zone, I'm going to be waiting for their four o'clock games. And what, what will interest me with them is now that there's fans, I think there's fans in L.A., unless they're back to doing whatever they're doing. Uh, it will be interesting who will be filling up that stadium. Is it going to be predominantly because that's going to impact things, too, for them. They're definitely the second most popular team in L.A. So are they going to be filled with their own fans or is it going to be 50 percent chiefs? that's going to honestly really heavily impact things.
1: Yeah, and they're only the second the, the second NFL team in in the league like, like in their yeah. own city. They're not the second even most popular team in the city. Right. You know, they got the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Clippers there too. So I mean, it's 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 a lot going on in LA right now. It's this it's the mecca right now for stuff for star athletes. I mean, you you can put a whole top 25 athletes together from just the, from the city of LA right now.
0: Yeah, literally. I mean, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, uh, you know, Matthew Shappard. I mean, it's crazy.
1: LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, (laughs) Anthony Davis. Yeah,
0: Paul George. Hey, on clutch Paul George, may I say. (laughs) My God. Uh, They should trade him, man. I don't know what they're doing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, hey, and listen, do we even really have to talk about the Chiefs? They didn't really do much in the offseason. They're
1: pretty much the same team. Oh, they oh, no, rebuilt the entire yeah, offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to that's easy to overlook because it's it was so early in the off season. Right. But you it know, it was Thoney and
0: then yeah, that they, they loaded up
1: on o-line. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be just as good as they are but with a better offensive line. So um it really also depends on their defense. Their defense hasn't gotten much better. Um they are a liability sometimes, at, at times. But Tyron Matthew has been anchoring that defense, so um, we'll see with them. But I mean, obviously, they're favorites to even go to the Super Bowl again. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't like rematches, but I would like to see this rematch between Mahomes yeah. and Brady again. I think it'd be very cool. Um, yes. Obviously, they're the team everyone's going to be going for in the AFC, so we're going to look out for that. Um, all right, let's go to the AFC North, um, Cincinnati. Uh, listen, their draft choice. I, I don't get it. Um, listen, I love getting receivers. I, I, I love the idea of it. You know, they were buddies at LSU, him and Jamar chase get the O line the get. I mean, listen, I retweeted on strictly sports a million times uh, the, the meme of Joe Burrow scar and them getting a receiver. I mean, come on, man. I mean, he literally tore his ACL the first year you're there, you got that scare and you still don't go protect him. I don't understand it. it. It just shows why Cincinnati they don't win.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible run franchise. I mean, they they don't even have an indoor facility for yeah, first of all. Um, but yeah, it's a terrible choice. And their their star receiver they drafted can't catch footballs, and he's got more hands on as in fighting hands than catching hands because he already were two preseason games in and he already has allegations that he hit his his pregnant girlfriend. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what are you doing You got to know these issues, you know, you to you spend a lot of time in the draft process unless they're just totally ignorant about it. They're all this drill burrow's friend. Let's draft them, which is very possible in Cincinnati. But, you know, you go through a lot of a draft draft process with these guys And you got to know the character. I mean, does this guy look like someone who would put us in a situation off the field to where he can't play for us, you know? So we have to get rid of those things. And he also – I mean, he's not catching footballs right now from from whoever is throwing the ball out there in Cincinnati right now. But they definitely should have went Panay Sewell uh, to protect Joe Burrow because that's that's your franchise. Your franchise is Joe Burrow, you know? I hate to sound like – Colin Cowherd, but you know you got to protect you got to protect him. Is, all this icing is not worried. You're not worried about the icing. You're worried about the fact is the cake. You, you know you don't need Jamar Chase to be the icing. There's plenty more receivers that could do that job. You have T. Higgins on the roster that you drafted last season. Why yeah. and you and Tyler Boyd? Why are you drafting a slot receiver? It makes no sense. But I mean that's Cincinnati for you. And I hope Joe Burrow can find a way to get the of there because you know I hope he has a good NFL career but you know as we've seen with careers before you know Carson Palmer it doesn't really pan out there in Cincinnati
0: yeah no I completely agree with you 100% uh, Cincinnati continuing their ways Uh, now for the rest of these teams I'm going to go with my projected third place team I think it's going to be the Steelers Um, they regressed a little bit on O-line although with them I feel like it's more structure at offensive line it's kind of okay, some guys might leave, but it's Mike Tomlin. He's been here for years. It's the system that works. Yeah. Um, same thing with defense. They'll lose guys, but it's the Steelers. They always plug in place. They know how to draft, everything like that. But I think for me, Ben's limited. It showed in the playoffs, showed in the final eight weeks. Um, and listen, I love Najee Harris. I think that's a great draft pick. He was fantastic at Alabama. And it brings back that element of the offense that let's just be honest, that they haven't really had since Le'Veon left. James Conner did a good job for a year or two where he could keep up the production in a way, but he wasn't the same presence as Le'Veon. If Najee comes in here and he's the best rookie out of the running back draft class, that's a big deal for Pittsburgh and it could really help them. But the problem is you look at the rest of the division, Baltimore has J.K. Dobbins um, and Cleveland, they have two running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. When you're going against the teams that are better than you and they can arguably outrun you, Does it matter that you have Najee Harris? Does it cancel it out? And so what you have to look at to me is what are the strengths and weaknesses of the Browns and the Ravens? Offensive line is pretty set for Cleveland. They've done a beautiful job at at adding to that offensive line over the last two off seasons. Baltimore, they're always set uh, structurally, not just on offense, but on defense. They gave weapons to Lamar. Um, I, I just think Cleveland and Baltimore those two teams are so close to each other and then Pittsburgh's just lower. And I think Pittsburgh's going to have to do a little bit more than those two teams. If they want to stay at their level, um, because I just think Baltimore and and Cleveland are going to be neck and neck the whole year. And to be honest, I can't even give a definitive first place between those two, but what I can say is that Pittsburgh will be the third place team there.
1: I agree with Pittsburgh there at three. Um, Like you said, they have a great, they have a great defense, you know, Minka and TJ Watt, I mean that, and their front seven is also very good there, and I think it's really Ben that's going to hold them back. Obviously, you know he's old as hell. He can't. He's not as mobile as he once was. He can't get out of the pocket, and their offensive line is kind of rebuilt. So you know we'll see if he's able to even stay like stay upright this season. But um, Najee Harris is a great pick. Is a pick I wish my Dolphins would have made. You know because a, a solid run game definitely takes a lot of the pressure off of Ben, and it would have t- take off of any quarterback so you know they draft well they do everything right it just comes down to the other two teams have way more talent than them and it's just it's it sucks because their defense is so good and they're probably one of the top three de- defense in the league this year you know they were last year so i mean again they started 7-0 and last year but you know we saw it's not sustainable because that offense, you know because ben, big ben's the quarterback
0: yeah exactly i mean you know when that season started last year and they went on that big run i I jumped on the bandwagon too i mean i was one of them that was like look at ben he's got doesn't matter who he's throwing to he's got five targets and it's a system and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then it just everyone figured it out and it crumbled down so um yeah pittsburgh and third but who do you think between cleveland and baltimore i just think they're so neck and neck baker and lamar have won a division so that's usually where i draw the line it's like Okay, well, you know, who won a division? Wait, Baker won a division, correct? It was last yeah. year.
1: I think they won the division last year. Yeah,
0: they won the division last year. So um All oh wait, right. no, they didn't. No, Baltimore they, they went to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. So yeah, no, Baltimore won. Yeah,
1: big. So yeah,
0: Baltimore's won a division. So I, I look at Lamar there and I say, okay, he knows how to do that. Baker knows how to get to the playoffs, but division he hasn't done yet. So it, it's literally it's to me, it's that close that I got to split that hair. And I think Baltimore yeah. will win the division, but uh, it's so necking because Cleveland's offense—you know, Odell, Jarvis Landry, two running backs, three tight ends—arguably a top five O line. They upgraded its mm-hmm. secondary with corner and safety. Um, so I, I love what Cleveland's doing, but then Baltimore—they have all those same elements, and Lamar brings that dynamic ability. And now that monkey's off his back, yeah. I, I can't—I've said it for two years. I was the guy on every show. Oh, he doesn't want a playoff game. He hasn't done shit in the playoff, blah, blah, blah. Nobody can say that about him anymore. And Lamar is here for, for, to win, period. And I think yeah. he's going to be so relaxed. I think they'll win the division, but it's so close.
1: Uh, it is really close. And I don't know if I can give you a definitive. I would lean Cleveland only because their roster is better. But it also comes down to Baker. And I think Lamar Jackson's leaps ahead of Baker Mayfield as an NFL quarterback. Um yeah, I don't know there, but I don't think it really matters to either, if either team wins the division because I think they're both locked to make the second round of the playoffs because unless they play each other, obviously. But you know, Cleveland in a wild card game or Baltimore in a wild card game are usually going to win the win that game as long as they're not against you know the Chiefs, which is not they're not going to be there or one of each other. But yeah. so I for now, I guess I got to put Cleveland there only because they haven't done it yet. They have a good, they have a great defensive line with Miles Garrett and headlined by Miles Garrett. Um, they added Jadavion Clowney, which was a weird kind of fit because he hasn't done much in the past four years, really. But he could be in you know, a threat there if he plays. Uh, their offense looks great, obviously, on paper, Odell, Jarvis, Nick Chubb, um, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, their offensive Joku, line is better, uh, Austin Joku, Hooper. And Austin Hooper. Yeah. Hey, you can hey go for days. Boy, uh,
0: Harrison Bryant, FAU, got a shot. Yes,
1: you, yeah, Harrison Bryant, who who? But you can go for days on offense. But it it comes down to Baker, and I don't know if he's at that you know level yet in his career. It's his third year, so I don't think he's. If he can get there, I don't know if it's right now, but I think he'll need another year to get that. You know, to get under his belt, to get another year under his belt to really make that next step.
0: Yeah, and what's really interesting to me is – really interesting, actually – is that the AFC North is going to be facing the AFC and the NFC West. Those might be the two toughest divisions to play and your division itself. So they're basically in the three toughest divisions the whole year.
1: That'll be a great – there'll be some great games going on. Yeah.
0: I mean, that means you got to play Chargers, Chiefs, Rams, Seahawks. So, I mean, you get Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford. I mean – Patrick Mahomes, you get the whole crew this year
1: yeah.
0: uh, for all those teams.
1: You get the playoffs. It's literally the playoffs all year. Yeah,
0: that that's intense. So some of these teams, we might get to the end of the year, and you might be like, "Well, how how are the Ravens uh, ten and eight and win the division? That might be or ten and seven. How do they win the division? That's why, because I think these teams yeah. they really are going to be beating up on each other. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, it'll be to interesting to
1: see, see who can stay healthy too. So yeah, uh, yeah. You want to dive in more into Baltimore or we're good? Yeah,
0: we're good. I, I, I will point out Matt Judon left. I was like, whoa, I mean, that's yeah, a bad he, guy to left. He, he's they in were, England. Yeah, and they replaced him with Jason Oa in the draft at 31. That was one of my favorite picks. I was like, I yeah, love when teams lose a guy in free agency and they go, okay, we're, we're just going to replace you in the first round. I yeah. love when that should happen. So g- good yeah. job on
1: Baltimore there. It's a great pick.
0: And by the way, Rashad Bateman, I love that pick too from
1: them. Um, It gets Lamar finally some help at receiver. He's got him in Hollywood Brown. And uh, they added uh, Sammy Watkins as well. And they have uh, Mark Andrews. So they'll look good.
0: Yeah, no, it's a crew over there. So, hey, time for your division, Mark. Uh, We got the – let's just talk about the Jets first, okay? Uh, Conversation over their last place. All right, let's move on to the next team. Uh, Let's talk about uh, the New England Patriots. What do you think about them this year?
1: uh first of all the jets yeah last place but zach wilson zach wilson will make them look a lot better but i think they're last place obviously so we don't have to really touch it but uh the patriots man fuck is what i have to say (laughs) because yeah they're still a joke because of cam because cam newton's still on the roster because why even entertain it because he can't throw the football anymore i don't i don't I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but he can't throw the football, so how are you expecting to beat to compete in division when you can't do that? Is what I'm saying. But their defense is, you know, they got all their guys from COVID back. They've they spent the most money in free agency ever. Um, you know, they got two tight ends that which they had zero and uh is Delaney Walker one of them? So Walker yes. or is it what's his name? I
0: believe so yeah. I got a look wow. one side. So I got it in my notes. No, I feel yeah. like
1: it's the guy from it's Hunter Henry and what's the fucking guy? Watson.
0: No, they got Jonu Smith, but he's not John the U. guy you are talking about.
1: That's, yeah, it no, is. but they got. Oh, it is. John John, o- yeah, John o- Smith and oh, uh and Hunter Henry. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of money got, guys.
0: Yeah, they got Judon, uh, J- Jalen Mills from Philly was great. Devon Godchow, Kendrick Bourne for receiver, Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. They they loaded up.
1: They loaded up with some you know some. B to C list guys, but you know, those guys are the ones that produce in Bill Belichick's offense and his defense. So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels figure out what to do there with the offense, Mac Jones. Um, like you said, he does the Brady thing. He comes in there, he makes the throws, you know, he makes good reads. He, he's been coached by the two best court, uh, coaches in football history. If you're not counting, like without Don Chula in there, you got Belichick and, Nick Saban. So, I mean, I think he'll be able to figure it out. He's a smart kid. Um, I hope, I hope defenses can get to him because that ball will be out quick. Uh, Cam Newton's really just wasting their time there. He, he, I don't think he'll start Week One since now this five-week period, five-day period, he has to wait for with because he was, came into contact with someone with COVID. But um, I think Mac Jones Week One starter there against Miami, and I think it's a hell of a game with the two Alabama head-to-head.
0: Yeah, no, I totally, I mean, I'm with you on the cam thing. And thank you for pointing that out because nobody wants to say it on any of these TV shows. Cam cannot throw dude. I mean, seriously, like we need to get over the cam thing because it's over. I I mean, respect to him. He was amazing when he was amazing, but he got injured. It's not, nobody's trying to insult cam. Nobody's trying to get him out of the NFL. It's just cam is not who he used to be period. I mean, you get, it's just the eye test. I mean, he cannot throw the ball. Like he could when he won the MVP, and went to the Super Bowl of Carolina. So it's sad. I don't like saying it. I mean, you wish this guy would be in the league for another ten years, but he got injured bad. He was hit hard in Carolina, which, by the way, is another reason why Cincinnati. What what the hell are you doing? You ending Joe's career early? But um, yeah, I don't. He played, that. yeah, yeah. And another can, point about yeah. New England. Um, Sony Michelle was traded this morning to the Rams, so they are losing their running game to an extent. But New England always – I mean, dude, they found Rex Burkhead, so yeah. nobody knew who Rex Burkhead was. Nobody knew who these guys were, and then they all turned into good running backs. They know who to circulate in and out. And then one last tidbit. I can't believe I forgot to say this uh, when we were going over Cleveland, but they also added Jejevion Clowney to I their defense. That, oh, you did?
1: Yeah. That's my did. bad. No, no, that's no, a great good.
0: addition too for Cleveland.
1: It's it's a, it's a weird addition. Hasn't been good, but he should he should be a good – he should be good on the other side of Garrett. So we'll see. Yeah. him If he's rushing, rushing the edge.
0: Yeah, but how, what, I, I really do feel like with uh, some Dolphins luck, Kyle Van Noy is going to go back to New England and uh, absolutely dominate the Dolphins.
1: Kyle Van Noy is cheeks. <laughs> Kyle Van Noy is cheeks. And that's all I have to say about him.
0: Hey, respect. Hey, I'll, I'll give you your word <laughs> on that. Um, so we'll move on to your team because they finished in uh, second place last year. We're going in order of last year. Um, hey, I like them a lot. I love what they did with the uh, uh, receiver, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller. Um, that's great. That's uh, I like seeing that. I think their defense is top five in the NFL or can be. Listen, people are, are severely underrating it. I think it really can be, especially with their coaching, can be a top five defense in the NFL. They were last year. I don't see why a lot of teams, I've seen them ranked, very high, uh, high meaning in the teens. It's like, why Uh, they were really good last year. Why are we automatically discounting them going into this year? Now I have seen that their offensive line, it's going to be a little bit of an issue. It's going to be a work in progress. Um, Listen, if that's your weakness, yes, that's a little bit of a problem, especially when you got new England coming into town twice a year, Buffalo coming into town, it it will be an issue. Um, But listen two is a guy who can move, Um, If there's any guy that, hey, he's not protected a lot, at least there's Tua who can maybe get out of the pocket because he's a little bit of a quicker guy. But also his decision-making has been a problem in the past. So if you're rushing his decision-making even by seconds, how is that going to impact Tua? Um, But listen, we've had these debates in chat, Mark, a billion times with CJ. He's adamant about it. You know, oh, CJ, uh, uh, Tua gets a bad rap in the media. You know, he hasn't gotten a, a fair chance. I'm with that, but I'm also on the side that he might not be as good as he was hyped up to be. This is the season that it's going to be where we see, is this the truth? And listen, if this Deshaun things get cleared, they can have an easy out and say, hey, Houston, give me Deshaun. Here's Tua and picks and problem solved. I think Dol- the Dolphins do have an out in that scenario, but um, it's I'm not going to give a, an opinion on one side or another on Tua. I don't want to be that guy that flip-flops. I think, yes, he has not gotten a fair shake in the NFL, but also I've watched him, and eye test-wise, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, a little tiny, kind of a chicken arm, but let's see what he can do in the NFL in a full season with these weapons. This is where we're going to figure that
1: out. Yeah, I mean, I think you make some fair points, and to go to the easy out, I think that could be up. You know, Deshaun Watson could be easy out, but I would even put Green Bay in there because that team can win. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even put Aaron Rodgers. You know, you know that's what I've said. I said if if Tua is clearly if he's average and he's clearly not the guy to get you to that next level, the window for the Dolphins is now. So I think Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun would have to be the move then after the season. But uh, the way Tua has been playing this preseason and through camp, I went and I went and saw him actually in person. He's he's looked very good. He looks confident. He looks poised. he, he is. He's eased into it, you know. You, you're thrown out there, you know. He played nine games last year, and people say he, didn't get, he played terrible. He went six and three in nine games. Yeah. You, you go six and three. No, one, like I don't. Understand. They gave Sam Darnold three years, but Tua <laughs> Tagovailoa yeah. gets nine games, and he wins six of them, but not. He's not, and he's shit. And everyone, the whole media is shitting on him all off season, and it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, so what if he's a game manager? That's what Teddy Bridgewater's been his whole career. You're winning games. You're winning games. But you know, You're not going to win a Super Bowl with that. But you know you can't give him, you know, in your first nine games a fair assessment. If and your fair assessment can't be, he's shit when he wins six, almost sixty percent of his games. It just doesn't make. But um, not almost above. But uh, I mean the defense looks very good. There, the one thing I would pick on against for the defense is their run. Their run defense, the ability to stop the run. Uh, they got to get downhill more um their second day loaded it'd be even more loaded if Minka Fitzpatrick didn't request a trade that turned into Austin Jackson who is a problem at left tackle for them right now he hasn't been the best um, he's not what they hoped he would be but they had a they drafted Lee Meikenberg this year he looks really good right now he had, he had a pretty good week two in preseason they might look to move him to left tackle but he looks like he's a starting left guard as of now um, at center, it's it's what's his name? Uh, well, I can't remember his name. Michael Dieter. Michael Dieters a starting center over Matt Skurrow, who they just signed from Baltimore as of now. but um it all matters, it's all on Tua. You know, the receiving core is insane now. You got Jalen Waddell, Devonte Parker, will Fuller, if healthy is insane. That's the fastest offense in the league fast receiver core in the league if they're healthy. JaKeem grants on that, I although I hope he's not there by then. Adrian Wilson. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're going to look good. It, it all depends on Tua. And we saw in that second game of the preseason, in the, both games, he's looked great. He made a terrible th- read on that last throw against Chicago. He, were, he had a wide open uh, Matt Collins. I think it was Matt Co- No, it was Adam Shaheen. Wide open Adam Shaheen and threw the ball late. It was a pick. But um, in that second game, Against Atlanta, man, he looked. He made some big throws. He stepped up in the pocket, made some big throws. He was able to overcome his the incompetence of his offensive line at times. You know, make plays with his feet, extend plays, which is you what you want to see from that a guy that's six foot. You know, he's a small guy. If you, if you can't make plays with your feet, and you're that and you're that height, you're not going to have a, a a shelf life in the, in the NFL here. So I mean, all point all signs point to them being very good this year. Do I think they can win the AFC East? It, it'll be hard. We'll need Buffalo to win some – to lose a lot of games – to lose a couple big games. But um, they could if they split with Buffalo, I give them a chance to win the division.
0: Yeah. No, it's possible. I mean, they're going to be right there. Again, don't rule New England out. They're not going anywhere. Um, but I'm, I'm with you on the Miami thing. But to me, it's it, – are they at a point in their development where it's playoffs or bust? Because you do look at this overall roster – it well, depends said, well, on Tua. Right. So that's the thing. But so that's why yes. I don't think you can ask that question. Although if they are. don't make the playoffs, it's very disappointing.
1: I think they are. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't even think you'd have to give up Tua to get Aaron Rodgers. So I think that would. Yeah. And, you know, if Tua isn't the guy after the season, you know, you could have that, like you said, with Watson. But, you know, I don't, I don't even think you'd have to trade Tua to get Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. I think if you wanted to go get Rodgers and, and ride the last two years of his career out and let him take you, you know, to wherever he's going to take you, I think you you can make that a possibility with Tua on the bench. I think you know, Tua would be his, what, his, going to his fifth year as a, he'd be a starter, I guess. Again, if if Aaron Rodgers would have two years, but that's what Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers did with, with Brett Favre. You know, he misses the first four years of his career, so I mean, I think that would even be a kind of a bailout situation. Although I think they would probably just try to trade Tua and get some picks, but I think that would be a possible situation because he seems like a team first kind of guy. So I mean, maybe, but I don't know. But I think I think Tua is the answer now until he pro- proves otherwise.
0: No, that that Aaron Rodgers idea is. I mean, it makes a ton of sense, like you said, because they don't have to give up the quarterback. You know, everyone thinks, oh, you got to find a team. Maybe they could swap quarterbacks, and that's how it works. No, I mean, that would be a perfect scenario for Miami because then you hold all the cards. You know, you get Aaron Rodgers in. Boom, there you go, your division favorites. And then you can do whatever you want with two. Like you said, hold on to him, see what you have. You know, maybe as a guy, maybe they bring him in like the Saints bring in Taysom Hill right? To do a little wacky play and then leave. Mm-hmm. That might be something the Tua could do. Probably not, but uh, you know, it's something that maybe they can keep him around for just for special plays and stuff like that. But it would be probably best trade him, get some picks in addition to the Aaron Rodgers return. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you there. And then uh, the Buffalo, yeah, they're going to win the division. I mean, most likely there's definitely room for failure. Josh Allen, I'm not going to hold him on this pedestal. Uh, it's one year. I like to see every athlete that I watch do it twice. Um, I like that he went into the playoffs and showed it there too. Um, but I'm not just going to say, Oh, big contract did well in the playoffs, won a division. He's automatically up here. No, you got to do it twice. You got to even do it three times to me. Uh, that's my policy in baseball too. When I analyze players, like not one time you you could be a lightning in a bottle. You're done. I want to see it done again. So Josh Allen's not some secure asset
1: uh i agree with you i think i live but i have liked josh allen as a prospect since he was at Wyoming. oh yeah he's I, great I, I, i'm just saying I, uh, is he that i good? was I, I was looking at him for the dolphins like a year and a half before he was even like a year before he what he played his last year in wyoming so i guess his junior year. i don't know if he played all four but his junior year i guess i was looking at him i was like damn this kid you know he's big he could run he could heave this football man he could throw it and it ended up going to the perfect spot in Buffalo because it's the same weather as Wyoming. So, I mean, and he's he has developed his game to where, you know, accuracy was a problem and, and decision-making was an issue. But last year we, we saw him not make big – you know, he didn't make a lot of bad, you know, throws. He didn't make a lot of bad decisions last year. And it proved on that, it's going to be hell to be in my fucking division because I already had 20 years of Tom Brady. You know, I don't want to deal with another 20 of fucking Josh Allen. So, I mean, um, there's definitely error for them. You know, again, like I said, the Dolphins can split with them. They could probably – they could give them a run for the money for the division just because Buffalo probably has a very hard schedule. Um, But other than that, Buffalo is, as of now, my favorite to win the division, yeah.
0: Hey, at least we don't have a – crazy, rabid Dolphins fan that gives crazy takes. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know one that's ever been yeah. on this show, uh, CJ, but, uh, you know, hey, you're a realistic Dolphins fan. I appreciate that. Of course.
1: That's what we try uh, to do All, all kidding aside, by the, the bias, way. CJ. Try to keep the bias aside, but, I mean, again, I can go all day with the Dolphins. I could tell you everything about their roster right now, but we, we got to hit every division before we keep freezing again.
0: Yeah, I know. Hey, we've had three. <laughs> if you've heard some wonky stuff during the pod, that's why our connections frozen like three times and we've had to recall on zoom. So if you've heard what, what, what was that interruption there? That's why. Uh, but uh, honestly, Mark, we, we were going to do AFC and NFC today, but it's already been, I think an hour and 20 minute long pod for just the AFC. So I think we should probably split these up into two and down, do bro. NFC uh, for next pod. And uh, we were going to fit baseball in today too, but we don't want to do like a two hour pod. We'll lose listeners. So, Hey, I mean, I'm down. This is great. Just let me uh, know. Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll do <laughs> NFC uh, in a few days. Yeah, we'll do that soon. And uh, my Giants, I don't know. I'm still... Listen, with my let's own do, team, I don't even know what to let's say. Let's do, N-
1: do the NFC Beasts first. We could do the NFC Beasts real quick. Let me hear it. Yeah. NFC okay, beast, right.
0: okay. Listen, uh, you're going to call me by. I mean, it's, it's coming. Dude, so. it's
1: the worst division of football. I'm not going to yeah, tell that's you the, why, right? The giants can't win the division because they can.
0: <laughs> no, I think but, they can. I, listen, I think right now, I look at the Giants and they have the best total offense in the NFC East. If you look at total quality players, um, Saquon Barkley, I think now listen, well, I think the question is when he comes back, is he still Saquon Barkley right now? Obviously I think Zeke is up here and, but I don't even know if I can say that if Zeke is better than Saquon, because when they're on the field, Saquon's the better player all day. And when they were both healthy at the same time, Saquon's been better and Zeke's been declining for the last three years. So I think Saquon, if he's actually the same guy, yes, he's better than Zeke right now. Let's just say same level. So they cancel each other out. Now you look at offensive lines, the giants and the Cowboys, they don't have special offensive lines, but I think the giants have done things to build it. They drafted it left tackle with Andrew Thomas They have Nate Solder who went from left to right tackle. We didn't get to see that experiment play out last year because he sat out with COVID. So can he transfer from left to right tackle? You have Will Hernandez at guard, which I really like, but they really struggle at the other guard position and at center. They're going to have to figure out that stuff as the season goes along. But what they did was they got a guy like Kyle Rudolph who can go in and block. They have a pro bowl tight end in Evan Ingram. um, Receiving wise, now you have Kenny Galladay who's the clear number one. And then you have Kadarius Toney, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. That's four legitimate receivers, two legitimate tight ends, Saquon. And then you get to Daniel Jones, right? So whereas before it was, well, it's Daniel Jones's team. He's got to figure this out. I think the Giants know he can't do that. He's not the quarterback that can do that at all. He's got to be surrounded. And so this is Daniel Jones' last chance. What else can you do? You've got a generational running back. You've got an O-line that can do enough to protect. Is it stellar? No. But it, I think it can be enough to piece it together. And then those offensive weapon, again, four receivers, three tight ends. What are you going to do, Daniel Jones? I mean, this is your year. And I look at Dallas, and it's like, Amari and Seedy are great, but I think the Giants went out at tight end. I think they're better receiver depth-wise. And I could even argue, is Kenny Galladay better than Amari Cooper? Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, no, don't say that. Well, oh, you can't say it. Not so fast, man. Kenny might have had a good year, than better year than Amari last year. I'll debate that for an hour, but um, C.D. Lamb. Outside of him, the Giants have three guys that are at C.D. Lamb's level. So don't give
1: Michael me. Gal- Michael Gallup too.
0: Yeah, but like Sterling Shepard's Michael Gallup, or better than Michael yeah. Gallup, I would yeah. say. I mean, so I look at it and it's like offensive weapon wise, the Giants are there. The Giants have upgraded a corner, and I love with James Bradbury. Uh, upgraded out there they drafted one um, and I like um, uh, Dexter Lawrence has been always good Leonard Williams they locked up contract wise so I like what they're doing I'm not saying they're the best team in the world but at least you can look at okay defense we have a weapon corner we have a weapon Jabril Peppers as well by the way running back we have a weapon wide receiver so each big position has a star Um, The only thing I'm on the fence uh, with is uh, Joe judge because I just don't like him. I don't like his attitude. Uh, You know, the thing he did with uh, making the players run fucking Sousa, what are you? The fucking uh, 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 miracle on ice coach, you know, like get over yourself. He's trying to, he's like a bill Belichick wannabe. And it just rubs me the wrong way. Like, (laughs) Don't act like Bill Belichick until you win a, a playoff game, okay? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Stop being like, oh, we, uh, we're we serious around here. We have serious practices, and I'm going to make the players accountable. Those players are looking at him like, you're a goofball, man, okay?
1: I'll, uh, I'll tell you what my take as an outsider, okay? I On, Joe, on the Joe Judge thing, I think that kind of comes from our family. From what? From the the Mara family, I think yeah his higher ups are telling him <laughs> I don't want these players because I mean as we know John Mara I think it's John Mara yeah yeah he's junior I something like that but um it, they he's the reason why the whole taunting f- is a flag now you know he went to the he went to the officiating and he he threw a fit about it and the owner and and commissioner fucking Goodell granted it so. So now, now that's a rule. I mean, he doesn't want them having fun. Apparently, he doesn't want them to. Like, who doesn't want taunting, bro? So yeah. I mean, so I, I feel like they're kind of an old, trying to run it like an old-fashioned, you know, football team. Man, it, it's it's a little weird, but um, especially in today's time, and that's why it might not work. You know, we saw some players retire. We saw players come and say they were pissed about it. You know, Joe Judge did, but um, I I think you're right. I think you're. A lot closer than everyone thinks, especially when it comes to winning the division because it really just comes down, down to Dak Prescott's health and Mike McCarthy's competence to coach because Ryan Fitzpatrick is on a great roster in Washington, but he's Ryan Fitzpatrick. So you're really in the best in the best spot to win in the division, but again, it's, it comes down to Daniel Jones, and if Daniel Jones is terrible this year, which I think he shouldn't be because he has a great offense, I think Aaron Rodgers is all – that's a huge – you know, spot for him as well. Like I would love him to be the bailout for the Dolphins, but if they don't need that. I want Aaron Rodgers to be a New York Jet. Gen- hey, <laughs> don't <laughs> put that thought in my head,
0: man. It's getting me too excited. Dude,
1: it's not. It's not far off. Like no, it's it really isn't, because he's gonna. This is his last year there. I don't. Even if he wins the Super Bowl, he's done. Like yeah, yeah. And I don't. Do I think they would trade him to the Giants? No, but I think you'd have to if they're giving you the most return. I mean.
0: <laughs> That, that'll be amazing if it happens. And honestly, it makes me kind of want to root against Daniel Jones so that that can happen. But Hey, uh, listen, it's the first time in like six years that I've gone into a giant season saying they can make the playoffs. So they can,
1: that, of course. they can, they could have made it last year.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. The <laughs> six and 10 giant six and uh, whatever giants could have made the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, we'll see about that division. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, like that whole Joe Judge, like X's and O's, uh, you know, 100% effort, uh, never be yeah. rude, fucking. It's like you've got 30-year-olds in that locker room that are like, dude, seriously, you're acting yeah. like a high school football coach. Like, get out of here.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. This, That's this just, hey. Yeah. No, it's not. So, uh, yeah, we'll do the rest of the NFC on the next pod, and we'll probably just do NFC East again on the next pod. Why not? But, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this one. Um, we will do... See, we're, we're kind of thinking about reformatting the pod. So I, I, we're going to do a baseball-related pod at some point. I don't know if it's going to be on Strictly Baseball or if it's just going to be a Strictly Sports episode, but baseball's coming. Uh, it's September. It's go time. Uh, playoff races are heating up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the NHL is going to start up in September as well with training camp right towards the end uh, and then uh, regular season in the beginning of October um basketball i know you like basketball and we i I like basketball too i just don't like talking about it anymore like i just don't like the players so we're not going to talk much about that uh and then college football um we're going to do an fau football pod and mix that in with all of college football in general and uh if you're wondering where cj and steve are uh they're busy man i mean they've got real jobs uh they're they're out there uh in the workforce steve's uh He just got an intern. Actually, I'll let him tell everyone that when he comes on the pod. That's his news to share. Uh, And CJ is working hard as well. So whenever they can be on, they'll be on. But hey, Mark, we're having fun just us. This is how we do it at Strictly Sports. And uh, we'll be back soon. So follow us on Twitter at Strictly Sports P on Facebook and Instagram at Strictly Sports Productions. Um, And then look us up on YouTube at Strictly Sports Productions. All five of our podcasts are listed on there. You can find them in the playlist section on YouTube. So one last thing, if you are an FAU student and you're interested in broadcasting games, maybe getting your own sports show or hey, maybe taking my job when I uh, graduate in three months, uh, come to the FAU Owl Radio, actually FAU Student Media, open house, September 3rd, second floor of the Student Union, I'll be there. The heads of Owl TV and the University Press will be there. And for any FAU students that are interested in any of those three things, uh, please go. I'll be there. Uh, it'll be uh, a lot of fun, a lot of information for people that uh, are curious. So go check that out. So for Mark Popolio, I am Jacob Brown. Oh, wait.
1: One last thing. Okay. The Yankees are fucking streaking 11 in a row. We're Let's going go, baby. Bronx, baby. Number 28. Hey,
0: the road to 28, baby. Let's get it. We got it. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs>